hashtags, hashtags, hashtags. What are they? How are they useful? How can you use them to get your posts in front of other people's faces that don't already follow you for free? We're going to talk about all that and more in today's episode, which is a recording of an Instagram live that I did with Selena Novello. She is our youngest Fempreneur Land member who is a genius when it comes to Instagram because she's 19 years old, which is such an asset to all of us. And she cares so much about helping female entrepreneurs succeed. So yeah, I had a really great conversation with her. We actually sat down and built the framework for this conversation. So we did make sure to touch on uh, five key points and you can actually get those in a free download. They are available on the homepage at fempreneurland.com until the end of July, 2021. So you'll want to go grab those for sure before they're gone. Um, this is a one pager, but it is jam packed with so much value. It is a hundred dollar value and it's yours free. So we're going to go over everything in this episode, but then if you want those condensed notes with a, a really easy checklist to follow, that is going to be available to you at fempreneurland.com. All right, let's dive in. You know, when you tap that view insights button on your Instagram posts, you will be able to swipe up from there and see what's actually going on with your hashtags. And if you've never done that before, be sure to do that. And then you can see how many people saw that post from all the different things from the home page, which is people who follow you and then from your from the hashtags. So if the hashtags are the reason why they came and saw your post, Yay! That's called free advertising, you guys. That's called a free way to reach more of the right people. And all you need to do is listen to what we're going to share with you in this video today because it's valuable and it works. And again, this is how to get more of the right people looking at your Instagram profile, which hopefully has some very enticing calls to action there. And then you can potentially turn these people into paying clients. We have a really great question. What is a hashtag bank? Oh my gosh, thank you for asking that. Selena, what is a hashtag bank? All right, so a hashtag bank is a place where you will let all of your hashtags live. I personally just use a Google document. Some people might use Word document. And so when I say have five hashtag banks is let's say you have like five columns of hashtags and that's what you can use on, on different posts, on different days. And um, I recommend 25 because you kind of want to come up with the other five on the fly. So they're a little bit different and they're not all the same every time. So yeah. Okay, I want to make sure I everyone heard that. So you don't want to have five banks of 30 hashtags, even though you're allowed to have up to 30 hashtags on a post on Instagram, you don't want to have all 30 of those living in a hashtag bank because like Selena said, you want five of those to be on the fly, meaning whatever you feel you should be hashtagging with in that moment based on the picture, based on the video, based on what's happening in the world right now on how you're feeling. Um, you want to make sure that you build five of those from the creative brain that you have in that moment. And that's a big part of why people don't use hashtags um, effectively and enough consistently because they're like, I don't know which hashtags to choose. So I just want to hop back to what you were saying about Google Docs. So I use Google Docs to store my hashtags. I know some people watching and listening to this are like, what are they talking about? So you want to go into your app store in your phone, whether you have an iPhone or like me and Android, you want to go into, for me, it's the Google Play Store, and you type into the search Google Docs, D-O-C-S. 
and a little blue icon with white lines on it will come up and that's an app that you can download to your phone and you can basically create PDFs in there or you can just store lists of grocery lists, ideas, hashtags, whatever, birthday present ideas, anything. You can create lists. So what, what we recommend you do is you have five lists of hashtags. And we're going to tell you how to build those lists today because we want you to have social media success. We want you to find the right people on social media. And how you do that is communication. And hashtags are a really big part of communicating on social media, especially Instagram. We're not going to talk about Facebook today. Um, hashtags aren't quite as big of a deal on Facebook, but they're a huge deal here on Instagram. So do you want to start with the first of the four kind of things on our wheel, Selena, or where do you kind of want to start? Um, yeah. So first I'll kind of just explain what you were saying about how important hashtags are on Instagram and that is simply because hash well not hashtags but Instagram has become a search engine more and more and so people will go onto Instagram and they will search for things like a location if they want to go visit someone if they're looking for a bakery for example they're gonna search like I don't know Cochrane um, or Calgary buns or something I don't know what you would say buns buns <laughs> Sorry. Maybe, maybe croissants, maybe like okay. something different. Best croissant in Cochrane. Yeah, there you go. Just like that. And so that is why it is so important to use these hashtags because people are using it like Google. They're just searching things up. Something to keep in mind when you're creating your hashtag things is that you don't want to be super smart. You don't want to use big terms. You want to use more like everyday language. I say like the more basic and the more simple you can get, the better, because you're not trying to impress anybody here. Like you're just simply trying to get more people to come to your page. And that's exactly how you'll do it. And so on Instagram, you guys probably know this, but, um, 30 hashtags can be used on the lives, the reels, and the posts. And then for the story, you can only have one. And you can actually add more hashtags if you want, but it's not really, it's not really necessary. It's not really going to help you as much. The one is good on the stories, but you do want to use all 30. And so many times, I see people use like five of them on their posts. And I'm like, no! That's the beginners. Now right. we can get into the pie chart, the beautiful pie chart. Um, so we were discussing and we were kind of trying to figure out how we could break this up for everybody in the easiest way possible. Because a big issue is that it, people think that hashtags take too much time. But in reality, if you sat down um, one day at the beginning of the month and did five hashtag banks, you're good. And so all you have to do is highlight them, copy them, and put them into your post. It's that simple. Right. So what right. you're going to do is you're going to put the initial time in and get the rewards of saving some of that time every single time you post. So Right. So like one session of maybe half an hour, and you've got five hashtag banks, and now you're good for a month or two, depending on. I want you to talk a little bit about, before we go into this, 
the importance of not using the same group of hashtags for months. Why is that? Okay, so I came into some new knowledge recently and it was like mind blowing. I never thought of this. If Instagram sees the same hashtags being used in every single post over and over again, and I'm saying like you have copied and pasted the same set of hashtags. If you change up like 20 of them and five of them are like the same, that's all right. Yeah, like I always use fempreneurs and YYC fempreneurs. You're not saying don't do that. You're just no. saying make sure those other 28 are not always the same kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And why is that? So Instagram <laughs> will think that you're a robot and it actually won't push your post to as many people. I know. Robot? Me? Me? <laughs> but, that, but when you think about it, it's like you're acting like a robot. You're doing the yeah. same thing over and over again, which is not a human thing. So let's, so creating the hashtag bank for me was like really exciting back in the day because I was like, yay, let's work. But I was probably looking like a bot for a little while and didn't know it. So thank yeah. you for bringing that, you know, newfound knowledge into my world. You're welcome. And the other thing about that is that I have proven this theory. So I have, I was posting reels like all the time a few months ago and I was just copy and pasting the same hashtags. Cause I was like, I just didn't have the, the banks ready. I didn't have the time. So I was just copy and pasting and I just keep seeing my numbers declining, declining. I'm like, what, this doesn't make sense. And then I got this knowledge and I was like, okay. So if you can imagine that pie chart, right? Um, we are dividing your hashtags into four chunks, four section, four categories, whatever you want to call that. And so the first one that we'll talk about is location. So where are you located? You want to have like, for example, hashtag YYC, hashtag Calgary babes, hashtag um, Cochrane living, different things like that. And for those, you really do want to get creative with them. Those are ones that you, in your hashtag bank, you can't just copy the same ones in all five. You need to have different location hashtags. So I know like Lindsay does YYC moms. Yeah. Um, like she has a whole bunch of different things. And yeah. another Mompreneur YYC is one of my favorites. Fempreneur YYC, YYC Fempreneurs. Can I just ask a question? Okay, no, sorry, this isn't a question. This is a question I've got a lot and I just want to address it. So a lot of people, a lot of fempreneurs are like, but I don't want to just be pigeonholing myself in my jet in my local area. I want clients because I can work online. I want clients all over the world. Okay, good point. However, you need to start locally and then expand globally. You need to create a community of people around you and you should really be starting with the people in your area because a the thought that they could maybe see you in person someday is really awesome and they like that so if you're starting with a new business venture and you're hesitant to use any like location specific hashtags like Selena is suggesting I would advise you to not go down that path and to listen to what Selena is saying about using location specific hashtags for where you physically are you're going to want to really build a solid community and a great client base in your local area before you expand you try to start big you're going to be like it's like that whole thing if you're marketing to everyone you're marketing to no one you want to market to a specific group of people who can relate to you and they'll be able to relate to you better if you live here in calgary and they're in calgary than if you're in calgary and they're in la so that's my yeah. rant okay and i and i'm like thank you so much for bringing that up because it's so right i remember asking Lindsay like 
why, why should I like, what, I don't want to close anybody off from my business. Why should I put something on it? That's like for only beginners or different things like that. Um, but she's like, she said that if you're serving to everybody, you're serving no one. The location is really important to include in all of your posts, all of your stories. And like I just said, your hashtags and even in your bio too. Even if you're virtual, you can include that in your bio. And when I've been doing um, a lot of my Instagram research, a lot of people are saying that you should have your location in the bio, even mm -hmm. if you are virtual. You know, I live in Cochrane, mm -hmm. but I can serve anybody. So I just want to make sure people know. So you're, when you're talking about the bio, you're talking about in Instagram, you have that little blurb about you. And so if you want to edit that, you need to actually click on edit profile. And that's how you can maybe add a hashtag or two to your bio. Um, and so that's kind of, I just want to make sure like for people who are brand, brand new to Instagram, that they, they actually know how to do what you just said. And so I'm trying to think like, I'm trying to th think yeah. very basic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you would go to your profile page and then not the home page, the profile page, and then you'll edit it there and that's where you can add those different little details. Okay. Right. Okay. Back, back to the hashtag. So we're gonna have our location and we're gonna get creative. And we can have five to seven of those. And we've kind of said five to seven in each category because sometimes you're going to feel like you might need a few more location or a few more of the other things that we'll talk about. So that's the first one. The next one, the second one, boom, um, is personal interests. So what are they into? What are they searching up specifically? So um, examples of this is like female empowerment, woman, woman leaders, um, in Lindsay's case, fempreneurs, um, mm -hmm. women supporting women, even just basic entrepreneur, entrepreneur life, different things like that. You are mm -hmm. trying to figure out what they will be searching up and what personal interests they have. So if you're a gardener, you do hashtag gardening, hashtag shovels, all the things to get them what they're looking at every day to get that to show up on their yeah timeline or explore page yeah so that's the second yes. one do you have anything to add to that one um i think personal interest and location are first two types of hashtags what they have in common is that people are going to be following those hashtags sometimes so some people are following just hashtag yyc they want to see every single person's post that uses that hashtag i don't do that because that's a lot of that's a lot um but i might follow boss mom yyc i might follow um calgary stampede 2021 just to see if anyone's using it you know like so you might want to follow people might be following hashtags so when you go to use a location specific hashtag you're probably not going to find people seeing your posts from like outside of your demographic but if you're using a personal interest hashtag that isn't location specific there's people all around the world using those right and yeah. they have to be things like you know like mom of three for example or um, like, you know, all the female empowerment stuff, all of the female entrepreneur stuff for sure. So yeah, that's all I have to add to that. So, all right. Okay, so and the next one is your intended message. So, um, how do you improve their lives? What are you talking about? So this is like anything, if you're doing an IG live like this, we're going to use hashtags saying hashtag literally, because that is what we are talking about. 
Um, so you can use like hashtag just do it. Anything that you are talking about, the intended message, if you're looking to motivate, if you're looking to inspire, these are all things that you will use in that section. Um, and that one is just a really good way to get your point across because sometimes people actually will go down through your hashtags and be like, hmm, what's going on? Like, what is she really mm -hmm. trying to do with this yeah. post? I mean, I might be the only person who actually does that. I don't know. No, <laughs> I do that too. But I yeah, love to so see what other hashtags people are using. Um, a quick hack tip. I really want to share this because this is something I do a lot because I do a lot of posting from my computer. So for those of you who are like, what? You can post on Instagram from your computer? That's a whole other Instagram live that Celine and I will do later. It is possible. So what I do is I go to Instagram.com slash YYCFempreneurs. And I will sometimes scroll down like to three months ago and find a post that has the little heart symbol with, you know, 86 likes or something on it. And I'm like, whoa, those hashtags must have been good. And because I'm on my computer, I can actually use my mouse and I can select all of those hashtags and then I can paste them into the post that I'm doing or I can add them to my hashtag bank and maybe delete some of the ones that were way too, you know, those five that we use that are specific to that moment. Sometimes those aren't applicable at any other time. So you just remove those ones and keep the rest of them. That's a little hack that I like to use when I'm yeah. using the computer. And what I do when I create my banks is I Google that hashtag and then I kind of just go down this rabbit hole and just see where it takes me and just like, if I'm like, oh, I really like that, I'm just yeah. gonna put it in. And sometimes it's a little bit out of the blue, like I would have never thought of that yet. I have to share my two favorite new hashtags with you guys, okay? Woman up, lady balls. Is that from this morning? Yeah. <laughs> if you have a favorite hashtag, please put it in the comments. We want to know your favorite hashtags. Tell us your favorite hashtags, like one or two, 10, whatever. Tell us. Thank you. Yeah. Fine. I, I like to use youth empowerment. I definitely like to use that one a lot. That's one of my favorites. Um, That's a good one. All right. Okay. So our last section, so our fourth one is visuals. And so this is what is actually in the video and what is actually in the photo. So an example of this, Lindsay gave an ex a great example. Oh, red chair, there chair. we go. Blue nails. Red chair, blue nails, <laughs> yellow nails, um, different things like that. But for example, she was like, whenever she does her um, hiking videos, she gets way more interest because she's using the hashtag hiking. And if you look at the season, it's spring, more and more people are wanting to do hikes. It makes a lot of sense why this would be bringing her more traction. So it brings me to the point of give the people what they want and use your numbers and um, use your insights, use your numbers, and the numbers will tell you what is working. And I'll go into a little bit more about that in a little bit because I don't want to distract from the visual. But you can do like hashtag glasses, hashtag, like we were doing nails, chair, blonde hair. And um, those are really, really, there we go, red glasses. Those are really powerful hashtags. So to review, to review the circle, we have location, personal interest, intended message, and visual. And you can do five to seven of each of these. And when I make my hashtag banks, like I was telling you before, I only put 25. 
And this is because I leave the visual hashtags open. Maybe there is a word that I really want to use, and now I have an opportunity to do that. But also, I don't know what clothes I'm wearing a week out. Like, I, I don't even know what I'm wearing tomorrow. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm wearing right now. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's really important that you leave those five open and it gives you the opportunity to just add a few little things about the the visual of your appearance or where you are and it doesn't have to be the visual category either it could be the intended message as well um yeah. so that's why i recommend to do the only the 25 in your hashtag banks and then on the fly do five when you're posting and really once you get into a routine of it it takes you like one second not one second but like 30 seconds it can become really quick okay i want to entice everyone with the free gift that we're giving away a one page cheat sheet with everything we've talked about so it's going to show you the pie it's going to show you the four types we're going to give you examples of each of the four types that you can then use to build your very own hashtag bank we're going to have it's going to be a pdf so there's going to be clickable links to go get google docs to do all the things to go uh follow celine on instagram to follow us if you are yet all it's going to be a one pager super simple but super robust and you're going to want to get that free gift Okay, I'm just pausing the Instagram live recording here for a moment to remind you that the free gift and all the free gifts that we talk about here on the podcast can be found at fempreneurland.com. So head over there, grab your free gift. Um, if you're a visual learner and you're having a little trouble with some of the things we're describing, um, there's actually a YouTube version of this video. So go to youtube.com slash lindsayberry, L-Y-N-D-S-I-E-B-A-R-R-I-E, and you can see us actually showing you a screenshots of what to do. In this next section, it's really important because we're going to be talking about using that view insights button on your posts. So yeah, head over to, to YouTube if that's something you need and let's get back into the episode. Okay, insights. So if you are brand new to Instagram and you have 50 followers, you do not have access to insights, unfortunately. But as soon as- Oh, you really? Hit, yep. As soon as- 51? No, no. As soon as you hit 100, I did not know it was a hundred. Yeah. So you have to have a hundred followers to get access to your insights. And so your yeah. insights is where you can find what time of day is best to post, what gender, what age is following you. There's so much information in there, but the main part that we want to actually look at is the hashtags. Cause that's why we're here. We want to know how many accounts the hashtag brings. And you guys may have seen on Lindsay's page a screenshot, um, a screenshot from her own insights. And you'll go, what you'll do to find this is you'll, you have to be a business account. Step one, be a business account. Step two, have more than 100 followers, which you can't really control, but you know. And then um, what you'll do is you'll go to your posts and there will be a little bar that pops up above the heart, the comment, the share, the save, and you are going to want to click on that and it is going to tell you how many people liked it, how many people commented, how many people saved it, shared it, but also have a spot for the hashtags. And we want to mm -hmm. see how many hashtags are actually working. And if you're not getting people in through your hashtags, that might mean that you need to change them. That means they're not mm -hmm. working and do mm -hmm. not give up. 
if that if you didn't get any accounts coming through hashtags just take it as a learning opportunity okay these ones didn't work now let's try something new um because they're just so important so we don't want you to like get discouraged or anything but it is really important to look at your results see what you have see how you can get better expand and grow and so the insights use that as a tool to help you keep growing and don't get discouraged from the numbers if they're really low if they're really high you know yeah. well pump, pump yourself up yeah but it's really important that we don't get discouraged and we're actually like okay let's just shift let's pivot let's change it up a little bit I think the number one thing the algorithm of Instagram favors for business accounts is consistency. If you're posting Monday, Tuesday, and then not for seven days, and then you're posting, you know, Monday, Tuesday, and then not for three days, and you're not posting fairly consistently, that alone is you're shooting yourself in the foot. And if you can't get motivated every day to post something that comes into your mind or something that happens to you, then sit down once a week and plan out a week of posts and really just think about who you're serving. Who are you on social media to reach? Who are you on social media to help? Think about them. What are the five things that they would want to learn about or talk about or hear five personal stories from your life to help them connect to you and learn from things you've been through? Write those five things down. It's okay to take a couple days off a week, but try not to take two days off in a row. Like try to stay consistent because Instagram wants to help those who are showing up consistently. So yeah. adding hashtags to your consistency is just going to guaranteed it's going to help, but you can't go back and look at the numbers after you've posted once you need to, you need to stay consistent. I would say for at least three weeks before you even want to look back, you don't even want to look in the rear view mirror for those three weeks. Just give her with your five hashtag banks, do exactly what we're telling you here. And then it's okay to look back a little bit. And if yeah. you notice that one, Hashtag bank number one was always getting more engagement. Cool. If you notice absolutely no patterns whatsoever, but you've noticed your Instagram followers have gone up, just keep doing what you're doing. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a very great tip as well. And um, uh, the other thing the algorithm likes, sorry, I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. The other thing the algorithm likes, which is this is like could be a whole another thing, but I'm going to quickly co comment on it, is the sharing and the saving. And um, Instagram favors people who are consistent, like Lindsay says, because they want more and more people to use their app. They want you to be on there. They want you to be spending the time looking at other people's stuff and all those things. But when you post a video, a reel, a post, those, the share and the save are the most too important. Now the like and the comments, they're also really good, but the other ones, they just boost it more. And so in that, if this, if this hashtag training has helped you at all, we would love if you could share it to other people, share it to someone who is really stuck with hashtags, who doesn't understand them, all right, that's a wrap for the hashtag episode. I hope that was helpful for you. Like Selena was saying, please share this with others who need it. Other entrepreneurs who are struggling with what hashtags are and how to use them. And again, if you want more of a visual learning experience, head over to YouTube and watch the YouTube version of this and many other training sessions that are recorded in various ways. Some are done on Instagram live and then I layer screenshots and things over top of them in the YouTube videos. And then some of them are actually taught um, live in the Fempreneur Marketing School. 
or um, fem team sessions for my mastermind group, different things like that. A couple things I want to let you know about before you take off. Uh, what should I mention first? How about marketing school? So Fempreneur Marketing School class number 16 starts up on August 18th. Now that's the signature program I offer, the six week marketing school for women. Um, we are gonna have about 150 grads through the program by August. And it's just an incredible program. Um, I created it out of the six big problems I was having, the big roadblocks I was facing, the big challenges I was facing. I turned the solutions I found to those problems into a marketing school. And it's an amazing, amazing experience. Um, the women rave about, of course, the community, the women that they meet in the marketing school, but also the confidence they gain when it comes to finding their voice on social media and sharing their clear, powerful message on social media. And of course, um, we, we dive into other things such as pack, packaging their smart brain into different offerings and all that stuff. So if that's something you need, um, you will be part of a, of a live weekly class. So you will be joining other women live at the same time. This is not a pre-recorded experience um, and you will be one of eight women in the class. So we'd love to have you there. The other thing I wanted to share with you is actually the following week after marketing school starts, August 23rd, my third book is coming out. It is called Dot Com Unity, which kind of looks like community with uh, one less M, which I think is super exciting. The cover design is being voted on right now. You can actually go vote on the cover at Instagram um, at YYC Fempreneurs. Would love to have your vote on your favorite cover design. And you will actually get entered in a draw to win a prize if you vote on the cover. I'm sure you can't guess what the, what the prizes are. There's five of them. You're right. It's copies of the new book that's coming out in August. So if you want to vote and you want to be part of that, I would love to have your input on the book cover because this book is for you. It's a book to help you go out into the world and build a community. And this, this is stuff that you do not need to be physically present with people to do because the community, the YYC Fempreneurs, the Fempreneur Land community, whatever you want to call it, we have many names. Um, we really grew a lot in the last year with all the craziness that's been going on in the world. So that's just a testament to the fundamental ways of building community that I have utilized and learned um, that I'm going to be packaging into this book for you to help you do the same. So I hope you uh, go to fempreneurland.com to grab the free gift and learn about all the other things. We have an events tab there on the website that always has the stuff that's coming up. And we are doing some outdoor live events this summer, some really fun stuff. So check that out too. Bye for now.